0: Dang, dang, DJ yeah. Today, we have a special show with some special guests. My co-host today is going to be Frank from Speaking It Real. Hey, Frank, how you doing?
1: Good, good. And yourself, what's going on, people?
0: Hey, good. Aren't you excited about today's show?
1: I'm very excited about today's show.
0: So I haven't told anybody what the show is about, but if you've read the comments, today's show is about exploring, exploring the rainbow and exactly that. We are going to educate ourselves on everything under the rainbow. So we have special guests today, Catherine and Jesse. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Jesse. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Thank you for coming. We were just letting everybody know that we were gonna be exploring the rainbow today. And we were going to get educated on some very important topics. Um, And I'd actually like to start off with Jesse to see if he wanted to shed some light on exploring the rainbow.
1: I don't think Jesse could hear us right now. Oh, he can't? No, no. um, Jesse, uh, he can't hear us. There we go. I can hear you
2: guys.
0: Oh, hi. Okay. Well- <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome.
2: My own little IT support over here.
0: <laughs> so, I was just saying that I wanted you to start by kind of explaining what exploring the rainbow means.
2: Yeah, yeah. definitely. Exploring the rainbow is definitely just, I would say, widening your mind about other people's lives and lifestyles. And just expanding yourself and your knowledge on people and feelings, just an overall understanding of other people that are a bit different than yourself, but not too different.
0: Nice. So when when did you come out? When did you know, and I'm not going to say different, but when did you know that your sexual preference was not... Quotation marks the norm.
2: Mm -hmm. Definitely extremely young, as long as I can remember. Um, Myself, I have always been a bit more feminine. So I've always been attracted to more feminine aspects of life, whatever toys, music, whatever the case is, style-wise, I've always been a bit more feminine. So I've always kind of known that I was a bit different than what I was seeing, like my brothers, my cousins, family members, friends. I always know and known that I was a bit different. Um, I've always known. And as soon as I was able to understand what I was feeling and you know, the indifference in myself, I kind of started to realize, okay, I am different and here is where I'm different, but what does this mean for me? And I would say when I came out, I was about 15. I kind of had a bit more of a grasp on obviously being gay. I knew I liked men at that point in high school. Um, but, I had more of a grasp on like my sexual orientation and just being like proud in being gay because there was nothing wrong with me. I just had a different preference than everyone I knew.
1: Okay, um, how'd you feel, Catherine?
3: I I knew, I knew. I mean, as he said, he was more feminine. I have five kids. He's one out of five, so. I already knew it didn't bother me one bit. I love my son, regardless of, you know, his sexual preference. That has nothing to do with me loving him. And that's the problem in society today because parents don't accept it. They push these children away and suicide, you know, homelessness. There's so many things that you could say because a parent just doesn't understand. Why? Why would it bother me? What he wants to do in his life has nothing to do with me. It doesn't make me less of a parent. It doesn't. Um, that doesn't mean that I raised him wrong. There. There's no way that I could raise my son or my daughter wrong and then be gay. That's just ignorance on people's parts. Because there's kids that. You know, you could put makeup on them and, and nail polish. They're not gay. I know I know a few children that my daughter has done that, you know, joking around. Does that mean they're gay because because they're messing around or playing around? No. That's just their sexual preference. Nice.
0: So Jesse, what was one of the biggest challenges you faced um, when you were coming out?
2: I would definitely say the lack of understanding from people, you know, this is like within family and just outside general, like just general public wise, it was just a lot of misunderstanding and what people don't understand they're afraid of. And so they retaliate against. So I myself going through high school, even though I was hyper feminine, I would hide it from certain people, certain groups, because I knew what would happen. You know, there's a chance that you can get beat up, you know, whatever the case is, things can happen to you. And so I felt forced to hide that from, I I would say the general public. And then when I was behind closed doors, I was obviously free to be myself, but that was one of the biggest hurdles was just feeling safe walking down the street because I walk a bit different. So I had to adjust my walk, you know, to look more masculine when I walked home from school. So I wouldn't get beat up. It's definitely just a lack of understanding. So
0: did you, did you ever date a female just to kind of hide the fact that you, that you were gay? Just
2: Ooh, I did. Um, I actually did in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> so and you- trust me, she knew I was gay too. I mean, come on. Like, but I didn't do anything. I like never kissed her. Cause I was like, no, like, this is just like title. You know what I mean? Like, I just want people to just, like, stop asking me. And, like, oh, that's my girlfriend. You know? So it was, like, a good, like, she was my beard. She was literally my cover. And she ended up being a lesbian, too. But I found that out, like, years later. Oh, wow. So oh, that's funny. <laughs> So that's why she was so cool with me not wanting to do anything, because she didn't want to do anything either. <laughs> yeah. I was, like,
1: perfect. She's a cover-up, so it kind of worked out. Yes. People, you know. yes. And, and right. And she also needed one. So it kind mm-hmm. of you know, without knowing we worked. helped each other. And you know what? And I've seen that, you know, like back in the day where you'll see a gay, you know, you 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 see you see these couples, but you know that they're gay and <laughs> they're just cover-ups. Hey, yeah, this is my girlfriend. So but it's an open relationship, right? <laughs> Hey, look, I had, I actually know somebody that he, he was gay and he went everywhere with a girl and he's like, yeah, this is my girlfriend. And I'm like, no, it's not.
2: But that's what I'm talking about. The lack of understanding. People don't understand it. So especially back then, I can only imagine that was like essential to have like your beard, to have your cover. You know, and even now, like people who grew up or have, you know, close ties with like the past, like they still feel so uncomfortable just being themselves and coming out, whether that's even telling someone, because some people will take it to the grave and never tell anyone.
1: Well, you know, it's funny. I have, um, I have a friend of mine Mm -hmm. that I've known him for, for many years and, and I tell him all the time, I say, Hey, look. I know you're gay. Really? I'm straightforward, um, and he's like, "No, no, 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 I'm not." And I'm like, "Hey, man, it's I know okay. you. Are. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Don't worry about it. I go, I'm not gonna hate you any less. I'm not gonna like you anymore. Right. You know, you're good. I, to me, you're fine. You're you. This that's who you are. <clears throat> I, I think, almost said his name.
0: I think that's what a lot of people. Oh, I think that's <laughs> what a lot of people are afraid of. They're afraid." Of if you have a friend that is gay or a lesbian and correct me if I'm saying it wrong, but if you're gay or lesbian or if it's the same thing, like they think, oh, they're going to hit on me. They're going to hit on me.
2: You know what I mean? Right. And it's like, <laughs> no, no. If, we, if they didn't hit on you before. Why in the hell would they now all of a sudden want to hit on you? You know what I mean. Ugly is ugly, whether you're gay, straight, bi, whatever the case is. Okay. If you were ugly before I came out, you're gonna be ugly after I came out. Okay. Yeah. are like. Yeah, but to go to like Frank's statement about like you know someone either not wanting to come out or just in constant denial, and that's a lot of. If they are, that's a lot of internalized hate. And when you have that, a lot of internalized hate, you hate who you actually are so much to the point where you don't want to be that person. So you convince yourself you're not that person. When every other attribute of yourself just seeps out that you still hate that part about yourself, but that's who you are. And that's what a lot of people struggle with is that That self-hatred.
1: Self-denial too. I think, yeah, but you know, I think in, in a lot of cases, It's if you don't feel like you're going to have that support, you're going to stay hidden, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know? And I, and I think in your case, you know, you, you knew you you would have that support,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know? And I think that's what, what made it probably a lot easier for you to to come out. Yeah. You know, because people that don't have the support and, and I've seen it, you know, I had a, I had another friend of mine, you know, he, he's gay and he, he, he had to hide from his parents because uh-huh. his parents wouldn't accept it. You know, all his friends did. Uh-huh. You know, I, I remember for his 21st birthday, he was like, I was like, So, what do you want to do? He goes, I want to go to a bar. And I just looked at him, I go, You want to go to a bar? <laughs> he goes, uh, yeah, bar, bar. <laughs> right. He goes, and, and I knew where he was going. He goes, I want to go to a gay bar. Mm-hmm. And then he told me, he's like, and you're coming with me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And everybody else is. And I'm like, Mike, really? You said his name. It's okay because he knows and he's out. Oh, okay. This and is a was, different uh, one. Like, <laughs> right. Oh, a okay. So I was like, Mike, really? He's like, yeah. I said, you know what? Let's go. I'm game. All right. I went All right. and I stuck out like a sore thumb because <laughs> everybody knew that I was straight. There was nobody there that, that looked at me and like you're gay. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember I, I ordered a drink and it was the best blue long island I've had.
2: Strong as one, huh?
1: <laughs> no, yeah, it was <laughs> but it was great. And I'm there drinking. Some guy came and started talking to me. He's like, You're straight. I'm like, Yep. He's like, all right, no problem. Mm-hmm. Next. You know, and that, and that's what it is. You know, but he, you know, with him it was more of he had to hide himself, and he had a hard time with right. that, because, yeah. you know, your mom, you don't want to hide from mom and dad, you know, who you really are.
2: hmm Yes.
0: I, I think that that's hard for a kid, because I think at a younger age, like, and I don't know if Frank or your mom have gone through any of this, but you feel confused, you know what I mean, when you're learning yeah. about sexuality, and you know, there was a time in my life when I thought, well, am I? Because I like butts. Well, I, I can admire a butt. I can admire a guy's butt and a girl's butt, but I know that I like men.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So and I've been I've been hit on by women before. And actually when I was about 26, 27, I had a girl ask me. She says she liked me and she wanted to kiss me. And I said, Well, no, thank you. I'm straight. She Mm -hmm. said, have you ever kissed a girl before? And I said, yes. And she said, how did you feel? I said, it felt, didn't feel right. Right. So it's just like kissing that guy that you kiss. That's like your brother. It just doesn't feel right, you know? Right. So, I mean, I think we all kind of go through that, I guess, identification kind of.
2: Yeah, you you see what you like, you know, whether it's, you know, straight, gay, whatever you are, whatever you like, you don't know when you're that young, you know, like a young child. But as you're getting older, you're starting to explore your body, you're, you know, feeling some type of way about certain things, you know, then that's when you identify what I like. And then it goes to like, who I like, you know, why am I attracted to, you know, this, whatever it is, you know, why am I attracted to butts? You know, that's just an attribute on like a body, whether it's female or male that you really like, but you're not going to sit here and bury your ass in a woman's, you know, butt. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, just like you said, like, you know, when you kissed a girl, like it was really uncomfortable. Like you just felt like that's not what I like. That's exactly how I feel if I were to kiss a girl or even just think about like dating a girl. I'm like, this just doesn't feel right. Like, it's just like, ooh, you know. <laughs> So what, what advice, let's just say a child,
0: like I have an 11 year old. Mm-hmm. Um, and what if my 11 year old came to me and said, mom, I'm gay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What advice would you give, like going back to your 11 year old self?
2: Yeah. I If I had the balls to just outright say that at that age, I, I definitely would have. I know it wouldn't have been like any issue advice i would definitely say like to the the parent i would say just keep asking questions you know just like when kids ask you things and they keep asking you well why well why you know poke prod ask them it could be something that they heard from someone this could be something that they actually feel and they know it because we know who we are and when you're young you know you're I don't want to say you're like easily influenced, but you can be swayed into trying things, into thinking you're something else. So there's always that. So it's always just having conversations, having that open mind and just kind of, you know, poking and prodding. Why are you feeling this way? You know, it's not bad, but why are you like, how did that come to your mind? You know, and then you can poke and prod because sometimes it is just like, oh, well, my friend's gay. You know, my friend said it or whatever the case is. And then other cases, it could be, well, if it's a younger, you know, if it's a little boy, like, well, I like this boy. You know, that's different. That's something different. That's an actual attraction. Now, whether that's just I like them as a friend, the, obviously, way too young to identify that, but it's just being there and listening. Listen, ask questions, conversate. You know, the more you know your child, the more you'll be able to help them identify if they need any help identifying who they are.
0: So, do you, I mean, like, how do you really know? Like, I mean, like, how would they really know? I mean, they've, I mean, somebody that young, you've never had sex with, you've never had sex, period. Right. So would you say, well, when you have sex with a girl, you have sex with a boy and see which one you like better. <laughs> I mean, what what do you say, Catherine? What do, I mean, I don't know. What, what, what do you say, Jesse?
2: Uh, well, for What's me, like, different. definitely not. I'm not speaking towards sex. Sexual orientation is just who you're attracted to. And people can know that and identify that pretty young. I would say at 11 years old, you know if you want to be the prince or the princess or if you want to be both. You know what I mean? You know. You know who you're attracted to. You know who your favorite characters are attracted to if you identify with favorite characters on TV shows. You definitely know. Now, you probably don't know about sex. I hope not. Not at 11 but you don't know about sex, but that still doesn't mean that there's no hormonal thing that's making them attracted to this person. It could be a character attribute. They could be bisexual and just like a personality trait. You know what I mean? So it's definitely different.
1: Mm -hmm. Catherine, what's your advice to a parent?
3: My advice is just listen, accept it. Don't be ignorant. Um, I'm going to say uh, my daughter's friend, she was gay. She what? was definitely, she is, she, she is gay. And her mom sent her to counseling and sent her to church. And I'm like, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. She's gay. There's no going around it. So accept the fact, love your children and be there for them and let them know that you're there for them. Because the world is a harsh place. And especially, you know, in that situation, people are not educated. People don't understand. Um, You know, like you said, people think that they're going to hit on you because they're gay. Nobody's going to hit on you. They know you're not gay. They're not going to hit on you. They're not. Not in some cases. Well, (laughs) Well, you know what? Most
1: cases. Well, you know what? I think if, a person does not know; they're gonna throw little things your way to see where, where you bite. Right. You know, and then depending on what the answer is, then they're gonna okay. Well, this guy, you know, this person gay or no, this person's straight. You know, so that's just you know, I I mean I might be wrong. Well, it's no different I think
0: than what a straight person does when a girl likes a guy or a guy likes a girl. That's
1: he different. It's different. That's and, different. You know? as, I don't think and, so. I'm gonna tell you why it's different. Hold on, hold on, and and I think probably Jesse could could confirm it. If, <laughs> like in my case, right, I like a girl. I know. I mean, I I don't know that she's gay or straight. That's not what I'm saying.
0: I'm saying about throwing things out there.
1: Mm-hmm. Put like in feelers.
0: Yes. Well, no, because
1: I wouldn't throw I wouldn't throw something out there if if if. if if I see a woman, I'm gonna go up to her and start hitting on her immediately, right?
3: Because I'm assuming sure. I'm
1: assuming she's straight. If I'm a gay guy and I'm gonna go after another guy, I can't just go straight and and hitting up on this person like that. Yes, you can. No, because I might get punched in the face. <laughs> no, well that you're with yourself.
2: You Am should... I right or wrong, Jess? I would say you're. I would say you're wrong. You're wrong because you're, you're in kind of a double standard it's boundaries, it's boundaries, regardless of who you are and who you like. You said like you would go just like straight up to a girl. I myself wouldn't go straight up to like anyone, you know, like a man, if I wanna talk to them without knowing first, my intentions, I have to know it first. And this is like conversating and things like that, but I wouldn't just outright go up to someone that I didn't know and just automatically assume that they're gay because what if they're not gay? You know right, what I mean? that's
1: what I'm saying.
0: Right. Yeah. But I mean, you're, how are you going to find out?
2: You definitely you have to conversate. No. Because
0: the, 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 the I know when I was single and I like somebody, you do the little flirting and the little,
2: and you know what I mean? There's, but you know, they're straight. You know what the intentions are. You know what I mean? So it's nice. different. It's a different mindset there's different boundaries that can and cannot be crossed when you already kind of have an understanding with someone as to when you don't have an understanding with someone, like we're both looking for different things. Like Frank said, you know, like he, you punched in the face, like that's a likelihood, you know, you know that if you're like flirting with a guy at a club, he's not going to outright just punch you in the face for trying to flirt with him. You know what I mean?
0: Right. <laughs> I mean, I would hope you,
2: <laughs> So it's definitely, it's, it's more of a, I would say if someone's like trying to hit on someone that doesn't know their sexual orientation, you kind of have to be more cautious, you know, and you can't just outright sit, you know, look at someone and say, oh, yeah, they're gay. I'm going to go hit on them, you know, because you really don't know someone can look gay and not be gay. Someone can talk. I know someone who is a straight man and I know he's straight who talks just like me. Same tone of voice. He's very animated, but he talks just like me. And I, I know he's straight, like we've had conversations, but it's just, you can't assume and assumptions lead to issues and conflict. So you always just want to know, you know, there's no harm in just talking to someone, but never just assume anything. Because yeah. what happens when you assume? You get knocked out, out of me and
1: me. You get knocked out exactly.
0: <laughs> Catherine so what was You said you already knew That Jesse was but what was your Initial like reaction And I'm not going to say To the news because you already knew Like what were your fears For your For Jesse as your child With all of the ignorance out in the
3: world Society. I, I was I was very worried and and um, and the kind of person that I am um, not long ago, <laughs> Jesse and I went out. We went out. We were with a friend and people are ignorant and I don't tolerate that. I, I don't look like, you know, I look like I would tolerate it. But believe me, it was not tolerated. And, you know, I'm not going to sit there and allow somebody to say stuff about my child. I don't care how grown you are because he's grown. He's, he's a grown man. And then I don't care about that, you know. And so there, there's, there's conflicts, believe me, because I'm not going to stand around and let anybody say anything. So, it, you know, that was a hard part. Just other people and the ignorance, you know. But, Jesse, tell them how, how you told me. <laughs>
2: yeah, so I think this was either 2007, 2008, but I, I just know it was around the time um, Britney Spears' album Circus released, and me, me and my mom, we were sitting in the car, and I, we were going to go shopping, we were doing something, it was just like a fun day. And I was sitting in the front seat with her and the song came on and like, I went to like, turn down the music. Cause I was like, Ooh, like, you know, thinking like that's gay. And my mom, like, she turns the music up and she's like, no, you like this song. She's like, this is a good song. Like, don't you like her? And then she's like all oh, like dancing with it. And then I turned it down and I was just like, Oh, I need to tell her. <laughs> and I told her like, I was like, mom, like, I was like, I'm gay. And she was like, oh yeah, I know. And she's like, (laughs) just kind of turned the music back on. I was just like, yeah, that's fine. Like, I love you. Like, that doesn't change anything. She's like, I I know. Like, that's fine. And then we just kind of went on, you know, I always kind of knew that she knew, Mm -hmm. you know, like there was, I would throw out like feelers, just kind of like, you know, like doing my sister's hair, like nails, like always doing that type of stuff. Like, I just, I, I loved it. And I loved that. Like, my mom let me do that stuff, you know, she let me explore certain things and I don't know, I was just very grateful. It's just, yeah, I was good. Well, that's because she knew. <laughs> hmm
0: But props to you me know, because a lot of parents wouldn't do that, Catherine.
1: No, that's exactly what I'm getting at. I mean, I think that there's a lot of times where, you know, a lot of these parents or get, you know what? Maybe the moms are more acceptable of it but, like, there's a lot of dads that won't accept it. Right.
3: Especially you know. in the Latin community.
2: Because exactly. you have
3: to be macho. He, His father's Mexican.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Born in Mexico. And you have to be macho. You have to be, you know, this certain way. But his dad was also, you know, accepting of it. So, mm-hmm. he, he didn't have a hard time. You know, he wasn't one of the ones, thank God, because...
2: You know,: I mean, he was definitely uncomfortable, and he didn't know kind of how to like what like certain things to say and like which kind of caused like a little riff. But I mean, now like we're completely fine, but he actually took the time to like learn and educate himself. And speak with his coworkers. He has like a coworker who is gay and he like spoke with his coworker and like was like, I don't understand this. Like, why this? Why that? And his coworker like really, you know, helped him and like really, I, I don't want to say educated, but yeah, like educated him because he's also a gay male. And so my dad was able to kind of like ping questions off of him and ask him certain things about me. So when he comes to me, like, you know, he knows kind of like what to say, like what's offensive, what's not, things like that. But he's always been, like, respectful. Like, my dad, like, I love both my parents. Like, they're both, like, super accepting. And I'm just glad that I was, like, able to come out young because, I don't know, I probably would have went crazy trying to be straight forever. (laughs) (laughs) Dating the girls
1: you
0: don't want to touch? (laughs)
2: Oh Yeah, I would have been, for real, single, single.
1: (laughs) But, you know, I think the issue also comes in part of when you have, you know... Like I'll give you an example. I and I was about 15, 14 years old. My mom had my her friend cut my hair. He was gay. And the joke was was hey, if you keep on moving, I'm gonna cut your ear. And one day he really cut my ear accidentally. And I and and, and I turned around like you fucking faggot. I didn't I knew he was gay. We all knew, you know. But I was like, "You fucking fucking, you cut my ear," you know. And he and he just looked at me, and I'm like, "Hey, I don't mean it in a bad way," because I I said it in Spanish. In Spanish it sounds a little bit better, right? You know. But you know, I think when you, depending on the person and how the words come out or what what language to use, mm-hmm. you know, and and the tone. You know, because okay. I know like, oh, you fucking faggot, you cut my ear. You know, so there he was, you know, at first he, sh- like I said, he was shocked that I called him a faggot.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and when yeah,
1: I came to right? my point, I'm like, hey, there is no. He should have punched you. For know, so one, He already cut you. my fucking ear. He cut my I ear. It was an
3: accident.
1: <laughs> you know? Okay, so but, what would
3: you have called a straight person that cut your ear? Uh, the same thing.
1: I, I, I would have turned around and said maricón because that's what I said. <laughs> oh, I, nice. I said it, you know, it, it wasn't nothing, If there was no malice toward it.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know what I'm saying? And I think a, a lot of times that's, that's probably part of the problem too. When we might not say something with malice, you know, like, I might, I might be like, oh man, you're such a fag. You know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm not saying it you know, Out of madha, out of malice. You know, there's no malice, there's no malicious comments about it. I'm just saying it as saying, Oh, you're a dick. Well, that's like me
0: saying that you're my shadow. I'm what? My shadow. Yeah. Because he's darker than me.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Or your mom saying que te cago.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that too. Oh,
3: they told him that his own life.
0: Exactly, but it's out of love.
1: Right. I mean, there's there's, there's no matter. But I think that's where the problem comes. The problem
2: is certain words hold weight. Certain words have a different impact. And when you're not someone who has been flung that word, when you're not someone who's been subjected to something like that and had horrible things happen after that word has been said, that's why it doesn't seem like a big deal. You know, oh, I, I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, but you know that that word cuts. You know it cuts deep. And maybe not to the average person, but to, I can almost guarantee you, every gay man is going to be like, ooh, like, you know, like that hurts. Like that takes us back to the first time we heard it. You know, that's, Mm -hmm. it's, 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 I don't want to say that like you have to wear white gloves, but you kind of do in certain situations, just like with certain people, you have to treat people a bit differently. You have to be more mindful of certain things. And it's also about educating yourself. You know, like knowing that that's not a word that, you know, that should be within like your vocabulary, especially to someone gay. You know what I mean? Not you like specifically. No, right, right, no, I got you. In general.
0: That kind of comes like to like black people using the N word. Like it's okay for them to use the N word to each other. But God forbid my white ass says it to somebody Like, that's offensive. I I mean, one, I would never say it, but...
2: The one ending in A is, I think, what they refer to themselves as, which, that's fine. But if there's the one ending in ER, that holds a bit more weight, and we all know it does.
1: Right. Well, I'm going to tell you what happened to me. I worked with this black guy. This was back in the day. And we are talking, I was like, nigga, please.
0: But you said it with an A.
1: I said it with an A. But this guy, this guy got so offended. He's like, hey, wait a minute. You can't call me that. And I just looked, and mind you, I was his boss. And I just looked at him, I said, I go, wait a minute. You're using it all the time. You use it when you're referring to me, too, and talking to me. So what's the big deal?
2: Carries different weight. That's the big deal. It carries different weight. He didn't like it. It depends on the person. I, myself, I hate the word faggot. That Mm -hmm. one just, that hits me like right in my chest. Like that, if someone were to call it to me, like it would literally feel like someone kicked me in the chest. Because to me, like that's just the lowest thing that anyone can refer to me as or call me anything. Like that word is just disgusting to me. Like, no, it gets me. It it,
3: hurts me. Right. That hurts me also. Right. Because that that to me is, is a disrespect. And you know, maybe you might not think that you know you're you're saying something that's hurting somebody, but it could you know, be you it is care. or it could be. Not everybody's gonna take it lightly, and not every gay man is not gonna whoop your ass.
0: <laughs> exactly. No, I'm right. I,
3: just because they're gay does not mean they're not a man. And right. they're still a man and they will still whoop your ass. Right. Exactly. But that's the, you know, that's a perception that people have. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's feminine. That doesn't matter. He's still a man, right? Exactly. Just like some girls can kick ass too. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So can you educate me on these gender titles, gender identifications, I'm very confused on them.
2: Yeah, I mean, myself, like I identify as he, so I identify as a man. Um, there are certain people who don't feel that they identify with either male or female, and those are referred to as like they, them. And that I myself, I, I don't really like care, you know, if you want to use they, them, you want to use he, you want to use she. It, it doesn't bother me. But for certain people like that does carry weight, because if, if a person, you know, doesn't know if they're male or female or they don't feel like they're either, that's their feelings and feelings are valid. And I think that's where a lot of this gets lost is that people just say, oh, okay, well, you're fine. Just pick. But imagine being in the middle and not being able to pick, you know, do I want to do this? Do I want to commit to this? Do I, wanna, I just, I can't decide. And for some people, they're just in the middle of the spectrum you know, male, female, trans, if you're a trans male, that means you were a female prior and you are now identifying as a man, whether you have surgery or not. And then a transgendered woman is someone who was previously male and has transitioned into female. So you would be identified as transgendered female.
0: I have a question about that.
2: So
0: if you are a transgender male, That transitions into a woman and like men, are you still considered gay or are you now considered straight because now your genitals are
2: feminine? Mm -hmm. So this is where we come into the sexual orientation and sexual identity. Sexual orientation would be the, the transgender woman becoming a woman. And if she still likes, you know, men or if she was previously a gay man, then she would be considered straight. Because she's now a woman. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, that's what I was thinking (laughs) about. Because we were actually talking about that at work. And like some of the girls were like, well, no, they would still be gay. But I'm like, but how would they be gay? Because now their genitals are female. They Mm -hmm. feel like a woman. Mm -hmm. And they like men. So, yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah. now they would be considered straight. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay, so same with a man. That's nice to know. Mm
1: Because now they identify themselves as a female.
2: Correct. Yep. So then, their sexual orientation, who they like, not who they are, would come into play.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Does that help clear it up for you now or not?
0: Yes, it does. Actually, I mean,
1: to, <laughs> me, to me, to me, and I see it as you're you're either male, or female, regardless of you like he or she. Mm-hmm. Okay. To me, I I don't. I don't understand the whole dating. I I know you explained it, right? I get it. I understand the explanation, mm-hmm. but to me, it's more you. You're either a male or you're a female, mm-hmm. okay? and and I and and I go straight by body parts. You know, if you decide to change your body parts, then whatever you change your body parts, so that's what you're at. Mm-hmm. You know, am I still gonna respect you? Of course, I am. But it won't go past here as to, okay, wait a minute. They're them, they're they. No, it's he or she. It it won't cross here. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And maybe that's just me being very stubborn.
0: I think it's the ignorance of our generation. Yes. That's, I mean, to be honest, because, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I don't know either that I think would probably be disrespectful to somebody else because I made the joke today at work. About wanting to be referred to my pronoun to be puta. (laughs) And she got so like flustered because no, 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 no. I can't call you that. And I'm like, but that's what I want to be identified as. You know what I mean? So with that being said, don't you think that I should be respected if I wanted to be referred to as that? I mean, not that I want to, but I'm just saying.
2: I think if you genuinely wanted to be referred to as a puta and you have just always known that you have been a puta since birth, then uh, yes, anyone yes, anyone would respect it. I like yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay that, that's what I was trying to like mm-hmm. explain to her. And I was trying to like prove a point, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she's like, why do you want to? I was like, because I like sex.
1: And I'm, oh, that's it. We're changing the name of the show. In between the gray, we're Puta and Elizabeth. That's
0: it. <laughs> that's it. Puta and Putita. Puta, Putita. No. And, then, and then two chicks and a dick. <laughs> guess who the dick is? <laughs> no. You to guess. a guess. don.
2: Okay, so you said you identified as he. Yeah, so I identify as a man. I'm a gay man. Okay. Mm -hmm. So
0: I know Frank and I had this conversation about, because the ignorance of our generation, you were either gay, which meant you were a man that liked a man, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you were a lesbian that was a woman that liked a woman,
2: or you were bisexual and you liked both. Yeah. So those are the ones that, those are the sexual orientations that I would say my generation also kind of grew up with. There's like non-binary and things like that, but that is more on the scope of actual like gender identity. Non-binary means you're not conforming to male or female. That is they, them. And then when it comes to like sexual orientation, bisexual, gay, lesbian, there's like pansexuals, things like that. That's a whole different scope. Like I said, like, I'm gay, so, you know, like, I know about my subjects. Right. Um, But when it comes to, like, you know, I know there's, like, additional, like, sexual orientations, you know, that are out there that are a bit more odd, I would say, that are less known, that kind of seem weird to some people. But this is, you know, there's clearly a large enough group of people that feel this strongly about it that have implemented these changes and these, you know, sexual orientations gender identities. And this is progression is what we're seeing. We're seeing progression into like the new era, you know, the new way of, of life, because we have seen it. It's not just about male or female, gay or straight. There is so much more to a human being than just what's between their legs and who they like to make out with, you know?
0: Right. Well, that's like, I can say like, I have a connection with my husband that is a different level you know what i mean it's not Mm -hmm. so i guess it's still what would that be considered as
2: yeah well you would be considered straight if you have a like you're in love with your husband
0: (laughs) well no but i mean like having that that's you know how like people say oh your soulmate you found that person that you connect with on a different on a different level it's not just a sexual attraction it's like
2: an understanding of someone right Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, you know, people who have more of a connection with someone, whether that be a husband, a wife, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, you know, have more of a deeper connection. And honestly, that can happen whether you're in a gay, straight, whatever relationship, you know, whoever you are, you can definitely have that deeper understanding with the person. I I also do believe that you have like soulmates and it's not just something, you know, not just like one person, but I do believe that you have that one person that you will have like a full connection with, mind, body, soul type of thing. Right, yeah. But I'm not sure if there's like a logo on the spectrum for that one. I I mean, there could be though, right? Yeah, I mean, I would definitely say that that would probably fall under like non-binary, you know, believing in a soul mate, not a soul man or a soul woman. You know, believing in that there's someone out there who's going to have that connection with you. So
0: Yeah, I like that. See, that's what I want to, yeah, that's what I want to open up to that it's not just you're different, I'm different. You know what I mean? It's like well, is it like similar understandings and still have I guess basically my thing is is that like I'm not coming on here and I'm not telling you what I do in the bedroom. With my man, the same thing. I don't want to know what you do in the bedroom with your man. You know what I mean, like it's that mutual respect. But in some sense, like we just said right now, I mean, I have a different connection with my husband that's more mm-hmm. on a different level than
2: just a sexual attraction. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's, and I would say, you know, if I was in like, uh, like a relationship and I was in love, I'm sure, you know, I would also have that connection with my partner. But yeah, it's, it's a lot of just expanding and just really asking these questions and, you know, just having that open mind and, you know, not automatically dismissing something because it's different than what you're used to, what you've been told and what you've experienced.
1: I like that. Frankie. you. <laughs> so, so non-binary and if you're pansexual, correct? It's kind of the same thing in a sense.
2: No,
0: demisexual. I thought the one we were talking about.
2: Yes. So there's pansexual and demisexual.
1: Right. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, a pansexual pretty much goes with whoever they like, whether it's a male or whether it's, whether it's a female. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So if you de- if you are hold on, let me try to. There's so many so if you're non-binary you're pretty much pansexual
2: so this the non-binary is a gender identity like okay you that's up, that's
1: up confusing okay mm-hmm. gotcha and then gotcha. yeah right. and then
2: the pansexual would come in as your sexual orientation so who you like
1: mm-hmm. correct okay all right, all right all right got it got it got it that's yeah <laughs> so like,
0: technically i could be pansexual because i love my husband on a different level, but still be straight.
2: And no pansexual would be your sexual orientation. So you're straight because you know, you love men mm-hmm. and you won't just go with someone out of like a connection that you guys have, whether it's a male or a female, you know, you're straight and you, you kind of, it's different. You have a connection because right. you found your partner, you know, that's like a pansexual person, whether it's like straight or gay Whatever the case is, whatever sexual, I um, mean, gender identity that you are, if you're pansexual, you're just looking for more of a connection rather than a man to be your husband or like a woman to be your wife. You're just looking for that mate, that soulmate.
1: Okay. Right. The pansexual doesn't matter which way you go. Right. Mm-hmm. You, can go, you can go either which way you're just looking for, I just said, for that soulmate. Mm-hmm. So then technically
2: I still could be, right? you can if you found a woman who you've had like a deeper connection with that you just can't even imagine it then yeah i would definitely say you are you're not actively dating as a pansexual but you could potentially be who
1: knows Uh... unless
2: you experience it
1: (laughs) (laughs) again i mean you see this is where we go back to you know the old days to me, a pansexual is a person that's bisexual because they go, they, they, they either go right, they go right, and they go left.
2: They go male
1: or female.
2: Pansexual mm-hmm. is everything in between two transgender, non binary, things like that all come into play. That's, they just literally don't see the persons, they see the connection.
0: Oh, okay. That's so hard for
1: friends
0: to understand. To like, yeah, it, I know it's a no, <laughs> I, I, I get it.
1: No, it is you know what? Too, because I understand it, but again, we go back to our generation, thing. right? When, when I when you take it back a generation, it's they're bisexual, regardless okay. of where the connections are.
2: <clears throat> no, so let's say bisexual is men or women. It's not people who identify as non-binary things like that in between that is where pansexual comes in because previously, if you were referring to someone as bisexual, they wouldn't have a non-binary boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever, they wouldn't have that partner because they would be identified as either a man or woman because bisexual. So it would have to either be, or so pansexuals are the ones that are in between. They're not left out of the bunch. When it comes to the dating pool, I guess I would say. <laughs> <laughs> to make it like a little more sense, but like non binary, because if you're a man or a woman, you're not non binary. You're identifying as neither. So, how can someone identify if they like you in more of like a verbal term? So, they had to come up with pansexual for the little gray area. It's between the gray. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not going to be solved in a one, you know, session type of thing. This is education, you know, definitely takes longer, you know, looking into things. It's, it's confusing. It's definitely confusing, you know, especially. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But when you're in it and you're experiencing it, you know, it's, it's different, you know, you, you feel like you kind of always had to explain certain things and, it's just it's different. It's people are all different and it just takes communication. It's all it takes is communication. Because right. mm-hmm. sure. even though I'm different than you guys, I'm sure there's a lot of things I have in common. We
0: all yeah. love your
2: mom. No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we, <laughs> we do <laughs> yeah. Anna, you just threw him under the bus right now. Nah.
2: <laughs>
0: Who knows? I I didn't mean that in a bad way. We like you. you. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Oh no! But yeah, I mean, um, at the end of the day, like, there's just so many things that we're not aware of. Our generation, we didn't, we didn't have all these things going on, you know that that today they have. I was watching something on Snapchat. And this girl, she was like, some days I'm masculine, and some days I'm feminine. And I was like, what? (laughs) What do you mean? You just dress like that? Or what do you you feel like that? Or or I don't understand, you know? I don't.
2: Yeah. I mean, I would say social media is definitely going to not be the place where you want to go for, like, research about this type of stuff. You know, because, like, people, like, clout people like to be indifferent on social media, you know? So you're going to see way different things on there. Someone referring to them as like masculine one day and then feminine the other day, that could definitely be someone who is more on the non-binary, who, like I said, is on the spectrum. So they may feel more masculine one day and not the next day, just like we all do. You know, some days we feel it, but we don't feel it as intense. We don't feel that pull to be like, you know what, I feel so masculine today. I think I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go build a car. You know what I mean? But it's like someone who's non binary who, you know, has that strong pull is going to be like, you know what? Today, I want to dress and kind of, you know, be a bit more masculine or feminine, whatever the case is. And someone who doesn't identify as either or has the liberty to go ahead and kind of explore and be a bit more fluid. It's confusing. Like I could go be in the mud,
3: but then at the end, you know, the next day, I have my nails done, I have my makeup on, and I'm. You know, feminine today. Right. See,
0: but. I'm a masculine. I don't have any makeup
2: on, <laughs> <laughs> and my hair is short. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't feel that masculine. It didn't drive you, and you you didn't feel forced to like, oh, today I'm not putting any makeup on. I'm gonna make sure my hair is a little shorter today. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not that pool. It's 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 different. I, it's. It's really a kind of, you know, you won't really understand it until you're in it or you're with someone or you experience it with someone who goes through, you know, identifying themselves or lack thereof. It's, it's a process. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. Frankie, you were confused over there still.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not confused.
3: Or tired or something.
1: I understand it perfectly well. I, again, it's, I, I understand it. My brain just doesn't process it that completely again. And that's because of the generation that I grew up in, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know, I'm again, like I said, (laughs) I get it. I understand it. It's a generational thing. I believe, you know, and like you also said is if, you know, like your mom reacts differently because she grew up around it. All right. She had you obviously, I never had someone that close around me. You follow? Mm. But I mean, I do. I respect it. Hey, that's it's not me. It's your choice. You know, mm-hmm. it's a person's choice. Go for it. Have fun.
2: You it's know? not a choice. Well, well I won't. A, a choice. The, coming okay. from experience. Sorry, Unless I use the chose wrong To words. be straight. Right. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you know because
1: what? you're right. It's not a choice. That's not the way I meant it. But it's just that's who you are. That's who you right. are.
0: Yeah. Well, because you're going back to ignorance so my dad my dad used to say oh no no no! you can give them a shot you can give them a shot of harm hormones and it'll make them what they're supposed to be right or you can shoot them up with testosterone and it'll make them pe- yeah I, i've yeah. always been very open about it i've always been respectful <laughs> um i've always wanted to know just curiosity you know what i mean yeah. um but mostly to educate myself, because my kids are still small. I mean, I know my son is very straight. <laughs> I mean, he has a girlfriend. Right, was with her. I mean, he's twenty by now. I he would have he would have said something. But you know, I still have somebody that's young, and this new generation is so different that
3: mm-hmm.
0: I just don't want to be closed minded towards anything.
3: Right. That's what it is. You have to be there for your child, regardless of whatever they, you know, decide, because that's the hard part. If your own family can't be there for you, what do you think? Th- this child's going to be lost. Exactly. You know, because even school, even teachers, you know, the people that are supposed to, you know, protect you, they, they don't. You know, Mm -hmm. there's teachers out there that are ignorant to it also and treat your child different
2: because. Did you experience
0: any of that in school?
2: I definitely did with teachers, staff, everyone. I always had like little comments made. I would never say anything because first of all, who's going to believe me? It was my thought process back then, you know? And it was like, who am I going to tell? An authority figure is just, talking to me like this, what am I going to do? Get in more trouble, you know? So it was just like, you just kind of accept it and you just deal with it and you learn to cope in different ways and, you know, or you just stop going to that particular school. See, and that's not fair. I, I'm,
0: I know my nephew had talked about how he had food thrown at him, um, is, you know, was told a bunch of things by family members and, <laughs> Like it really made my heart hurt that he had to go through all that stuff. But I'm proud of the person that he is, his strength, and things like that. And it kind of like makes you understand why he was more vocal about it than, say, his cousin. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Because they were both totally one was more accepted in school than the other one was.
2: Mm -hmm. So it just. It's tough. It is. Honestly tough, especially school, especially school. You know, when you're, especially when you're someone who like hasn't come out, like I, I came out to my friends in high school, you know, like I still was like not comfortable enough to tell them. And when I came out, like, thank God, like I didn't have any type of like grievances with them or anything, but it was still that kind of like, oh, when people would ask me, you know, I would be like, no, you know what I mean? Like, okay. like, no, you know what I mean? You, but
1: Question. Did you have any people that were your friends and when they found out you were gay, just stop talking to you or how'd that go? Oh, Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. So before I was like officially out out, I used to hang out with like not like a good crew. And at my high school, like there was like a bunch of like gang member guys. And I used to like hang around with all the girls that would hang out with them. And so as soon as like I started telling everyone that like I was gay, like I noticed that virtually almost all of the men would leave the table when I would go to the table. You know, and it was that type of like treatment where it was like, oh, okay. But then also I was like, I don't feel comfortable around you guys either. Like you guys are over there stabbing people in the bathroom. Like why the fuck do I want to sit with you? You know, let me sit with the girls. Let me talk about the hair. I'll be fine over here. I don't want to sit next to you anyways. Exactly. That was, that's like, um,
0: I have a friend from when I was younger that used to always say, I'm okay with my sexuality. I can say that Alec Baldwin is hot. (laughs) <laughs> and he's like you know, but he was confident in himself, liking women that he could still admire. Yeah, a handsome man. Mm-hmm. So I think I think a lot of it is people's own insecurities of themselves, not feeling confident with themselves, and knowing, hey, it doesn't matter whether I have a straight friend or a gay friend or lesbian or non-binary or whatever, like. Right. You know, I can do that because I'm okay with myself because a friendship is a friendship and that's what it should be. A ride or die is going to be a ride or die no matter what,
2: you know what I mean? You're going to have good friends and you're going to have bad friends, you know? Yeah. And there's not to say that like the good or the bad are going to be either or, you know, like you said, a friendship's a friendship.
0: Right. It's not like I'm going to say, like, oh, Jesse, let me tell you what me and Julio did. You know what I mean? Hey, or, yeah. hey, Catherine, guess what me and Julio did, you
2: know? And well, we- I mean, I would say that a lot of women do like to tell me their secrets. I'm sure they do. <laughs> Especially being gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oop.
0: But- <laughs> because they feel... Because a lot of girls are backstabbers. hmm A lot of girls are, so they feel like the stigma of... Having a gay friend is like the best, the best girlfriend you can have. Mm-hmm. I mean, my, that same friend that was that was okay with his sexuality mm-hmm. would say that he yeah he goes because they want nothing from you and you want nothing from them. <laughs> so, <laughs> for, for, some reason,
3: for some reason, gay men attract uh, to me. I don't know what it is. I, I promise. Remember, Frank, uh, your friend at the Colombians' house. Sergio. What was his name? Yes. Sergio. Oh, uh, we went there for New Year's one day, one New Year's, and oh my God, he was like my best friend, like my best friend the whole time. And I don't know, we would uh, we went to another party, and some guy, gay guy, just starts talking to me. I don't know what it is, and. I <laughs> that it they
0: feel your good aura, your openness, like not being judgmental towards them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Me. I mean, cause think about it, even as a person, like the first time I met you, I was drawn to you because of your openness. You know what I mean? Your kindness, your warm heart and things like that. And I think people are drawn to that. Could be. And they probably feel more comfortable because you're not going to judge them.
2: You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I would 100% agree with what you said. Yes, 100%. Yeah, because people are, definitely can feel that. They can feel that comfort level. You can feel when someone doesn't want you there. And you can feel when someone does. Mm. You know, and you bring that kind of, like, welcoming energy. So they can definitely feel that. So it's definitely not a shock that they gravitate towards you. you.
0: So, like, next month is Pride Month, correct?
2: hmm
0: Yes. So... Tell me a little bit about Pride Month. Like, what? What is? I mean, it's not like Cinco de Mayo, but tell me what. What? Well,
2: what, depending what, on where you
0: are, <laughs> a little Mardi Gras,
2: right? <laughs> yeah. So, and,
0: what? Tell me the importance of Pride Month and like, what are some things that we should do to uh, to celebrate Pride Month?
2: Yeah, I mean, Pride Month for me has never really been like a super like celebratory month for me. Um, just because like Los Angeles, like I've grown up here and the friends that I built around were very accepting. I have gone to actual the pride parade a couple times. Um, but definitely pride month is the time to like really just expand yourself, you know, touch those people that you haven't touched up with. And you know, the ones that, you know, that are going to be like, celebrating this month, you know, really be that soundboard, you know, invite people out, shop at local gay places. You can find them online, you know, LGBT friendly places, like a lot of those types of places really need help too. So it's definitely just, you know, being more welcoming, not only for this month, but for the rest of the year. Yeah, but around Mm -hmm. this month, you know, definitely put a little extra special attention, you know, on your fellow gays, you know, it's definitely make them feel better you know, for me, Pride Month has, because I grew up, like I said, like with my parents, like, you know, Pride Month wasn't something that I felt like I really needed to celebrate because I was already prideful in who I was, you know, and it's more like an added layer. Nowadays, you know, we definitely want to celebrate Pride Month. And, you know, we want to speak with everyone and, you know, not judge. But I feel like Pride Month, honestly, should be all year. And I feel like it's low-key a cash grab now everybody has a rainbow flag in June, and everybody wants you to buy their shit in June. So go to these places that are actually built by like gay people and support them, not Target. Exactly. <laughs> That's called rainbow washing.
0: Yeah, we don't want that.
2: Mm-mm. That's like your coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh. Cool. So well, this month on our show, we're going to celebrate Gay Month, or wait, what did I say it was? Pride Month. Yeah, pride Month. <laughs> and we're going to have all of our shows this month to educate. And hopefully we'll be able to continue through the year and continue to educate people on on pride and understanding the different terms and mm-hmm. just being nice to everybody.
2: That's the crux of it. Just be nice.
0: Just, just be, be a nice. Human. There you go. <laughs> so do you, do you have any final thoughts? Is there anything that you'd like to, you want to leave
2: everybody with? Yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, keeping an open mind, as cliche as it is, you know, definitely keep an open mind. For one, you don't know what people are going through. You don't know what type of personal struggles that they have going on, you know, so just keep an open mind. Although you may not like it, that doesn't mean that it's not right. It's just not right for you.
0: I like that. Catherine, do you have any final
3: thoughts? All I could say is have an open mind, an open heart and open arms because your child is going to need it. And you're their mother. You're the one that birthed them, you know. So just keep an open mind and and be there for your child no matter what. You know, talk to them and, and just be there. That's all I could say.
1: Love them. How about you, Frank? Any final thoughts? Um, no, really, um, just it's a lot of learning, I think, for everybody out there. You know, you have to learn to educate yourself. You know, and, Jan, it's like Jesse said earlier, whether you agree with it or not, you know, what? Well, be respectful. You know, be accepted of it. You know, I don't have to agree with everything that's said, but as long as I respect you, just be nice. You know be a human being
0: exactly because that's at the end of the day that's what we all are we're all human beings yep. it doesn't right we all bleed the same we were all born the same every single one of us have come out of a vagina
1: <sighs> well a you mean. know according to my family
0: <laughs> not le- exactly so <laughs> frank we shit him oh he was <laughs> <laughs>
3: jesse frank is a twin Frank is oh. a twin and his sister is like white. Like me. And he's dark. So they always say that, you know, he got shitted out.
2: Oh, well, probably. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Did you come out first or second? Because then we'll really know.
1: <laughs> I came <up> second. <laughs> well, then we really
2: know. They're not lying to you. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> Anyway, so to wrap up the show, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you, Catherine. My co-host, Frank, from Speaking It Real. Um, Come join us every Monday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Frank is on Wednesdays, 9 p.m. Eastern time as well. Um, and let's just be prideful every day, like Jesse says, not just next month. <laughs>
2: Thank you guys so much. Thank you. you. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. Stay in the background. Don't go nowhere, guys.